Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Collages of Cleverness, where you can enjoy weekly tutorials, views, art, and more. My name is Rosemary Nicole. Okay, so yay, welcome back to another episode, or welcome if you are new to this podcast. As I said, my name is Rosemary, I go by Rosie, and normally we have uh, two hosts for this show. My friend Malia is the other host, but she actually couldn't be here for this episode, so it will be just me, but, well, not just me, just me as a host. We do have a special guest, um, but, so first let me introduce the topic that you probably already saw from the title, but yay, today we are doing wood painting, we already did that, sorry, we're doing cup painting, um, so I'm excited about that, and it's really fun and I know this the reason I'm excited is because I did this painting a couple times the second time the most recent time I did it with my mom and we actually have her as our special guest today so she was featured on the working um and school COVID-19 episode in the first season and so was Malia's mom but today we just have my mom here so hi hi great to be back thank you so much for being here Thank you. Um, okay, so let's get into cup painting. I think, well, let me just say, um, we're going to have our friend Cher be on this podcast because uh, Malia couldn't do it. Um, now I was already thinking I had my mom, and then it's a long story, but basically Cher couldn't do it. I was going to have her send in her voice recording, but she couldn't do that either. So basically, um, we, we just... Uh, so now I'm doing it with my mom, but we can promise that we will probably have share on another episode. We're not sure which one or when, but um, hasn't happened yet. But um, yeah, we're looking forward to that. We're excited. Okay, so now without further ado, let's talk about why we like cup painting. I keep wanting to call it wood painting. Actually, before we do that, I have to give you a definition of what it is in case you don't know. I'm not actually even sure if that's how you call it, but um, I didn't really know, and that's what Malia calls it, so that's just what we're going to call it. Um, and Malia actually doesn't have too much experience with this kind, neither do I, but I think I have a little more. I don't know if she's really done it. Um, I might be wrong. We can check on that later, but um, so she, I was like, that's perfect, because she can't do this episode. So just that. If I said wood painting, I meant cup painting. Sorry, if you hear me saying wood painting throughout the um, video, recording, podcast, uh, it, I mean cup painting because I keep saying that. Anyway, so basically cup, cup painting is where you get layers of paint with, preferably, it doesn't have to be like this, but a mixture of a thinner, such as glue, and then an oil, which... Mom, do you remember what the oil you're supposed to use is called? I think when we looked it up, they called for some kind of silicone, yeah, silicone oil, oil, but we used a vegetable oil. Yeah, we used vegetable oil, and that worked, and that's how you get the cells and the really pretty things. So basically, you get all the colors you want, mix it with those things in different cups. Preferably, like, I feel like I keep saying preferably. Preferably? I don't even know how you say that. How do you pronounce that? Anyway, back to topic. Back to the subject. Um... Uh, so basically, you, you need, like, different cups where you put that mixture. If you have really thin paint, I guess you don't really need the thinner, um, but glue is one you can use. We find that it doesn't dry that well. Is there a different thing you're supposed to use? 
I also looked that up and we were in an art store and saw that there were some somewhat expensive products that are that are called like paint thinners. Um, we did also purchase some acrylic paints that are a little thinner to begin with that say that they work well for pouring, which is basically what we're doing. Yeah. We're gonna pour the paint. I wonder actually, could you check what kind we got? We can talk about that later. Um, I think it was the brand Liquitex. Yeah, Liquitex. That's mm -hmm. another good brand of paint. I know we're not doing acrylic painting episode right now, but we did do one on that, so you can go check it out. Um, anyway, so basically you get your layers of mixed mixture, cupped oil. That sounded weird. Your cups with your paint mixture, each one a different color in each cup, and then you get one bigger cup, and you're going you're gonna to need like a canvas or a paint board. I think we used like they're called canvas boards. Canvas boards. Yeah, we use like a reasonably big, small, basically medium one. Um, not as big as like your standard canvas, but just like a um, 12 by... When we did it, we used 9 by 12, 9 by but 12. these canvas boards come in a lot smaller sizes. And yeah, and if you don't have that much paint, I definitely recommend smaller because you're going to need a lot. I mean, it takes a lot to cover the whole thing because it's, like, thick. So, basically, back to the instructions, sorry. You get that whole, uh, you know, all each of your cups, and you get one big cup, and you pour in layers, like a pattern. So, if you have, uh, for instance, we're actually doing this near the 4th of July. So, if you're using red, white, and blue, then you would put, say, let's say, whatever order you want. Let's say you want to do red, so you'd put a layer of red, uh, blue, and then white, and then you go red, blue, white, as many times as you want. I think we only did like one to two. We had to add some more after, uh, but for our size, and you take it in, and then you get your canvas or whatever you're using, and you just dump it, and it creates beautiful explosion. I feel like that was a really detailed <laughs> description of how to do it, but we'll get more into that later. Anyway, so I really love this type of painting because it's very relaxing. Um, so, Mom, on a scale of 1 to 10, how, I know we do this every time, but how easy is it for you? We, we, we haven't done this very much, um, but we learned from the last time we do, did it, I experienced that we need to put more paint. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the hardest and 1 being the easiest, how easy hmm. is it? I'd probably give it a 3 or a 4, and the only reason I'm not giving it, like, the super easy score is because it was a little tricky to get the entire surface yeah. covered. You had to tilt tilt the board around different times and then, and then sometimes the paint would be starting to drip off the edge so you had to find something to yeah. catch the drips in. It's hard to like get it all. That's the only thing that was hard about it. Otherwise it's kind of magical. The painting yeah. just creates itself and you don't know exactly what it's going to look like until yeah. it's done. But really beautiful kind of hard for us because we had like not very much glue so the paint wasn't the thinnest we actually tried at first and that paint wouldn't pour so we had to add like a bunch of glue and then try and find our other paints that were more thinned already thinned out still acrylic paints but we have two different kinds well now three um and definitely for this you want a thinner kind of paint to begin with and you can use the thick tubes um i think we just have like what are they called simple acrylic Basics. 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 Acrylics. I think. Yeah, paints, you have to thin those those are, down Yeah. You, those, uh, they work, but it'll be really hard because you want it to be a pouring solution texture. So we recommend using a thinner type, like the one we got today. Uh, Liquitex, right? I think so. 
Yeah. And anyway, for me, I think I'm going to agree with that. Maybe like a three. Um, I don't know. might have been a little harder for my mom because she didn't have as much pain. No, she went second. So actually, it might have been harder for me because I went first when we made these um, because I didn't really know how much to put. I had only made this once before, like at art camp before that, and that one didn't come out very good. I mean, it did, but it doesn't look that like I like the ones that we made recently better. And the reason being um, for why it was probably harder for me, uh, I had to put like I had to I didn't do like I did two layers of the pattern I think, and you can more use more than three colors. I definitely recommend that we did. I think we used like four or something, but um, um but we did like I had to pour put in more colors and put it because it can this paint hadn't spread and just warning you you do need a lot of patience for this one like you have to tilt it and ours especially went really slow because we didn't have that much paint and we had a fairly big sized canvas or canvas board paper sheet whatever I found it very think. relaxing yeah actually um, we just sort of stand there with the with the board tilted and just watch it slowly ooze its way around yeah it is really pretty and the, like you'll see one pattern and then it like spreads over and it changes and both of ours actually ended up having some that looked like the earth uh like mine like from those pictures satellite pictures i guess from far away from space of the earth like the blue and white parts and then hers had some that looked like planes and a little bit of the blue part like not not the flying planes like the earth uh hmm. geographical region type mm -hmm. where it's like just yellow big places and it's they were both really pretty the problem is they still both haven't fully fully dried not that they're gonna smear and we did this a few weeks ago but just like they're wet slightly when you touch them but nothing goes onto your fingers and my mom actually thinks it's from the glue so we definitely recommend if you do have the other one available to you if there's nothing wrong with it you're not going to ruin the painting it's just like if you touch it it's kind of pretty wet but but that's the downside to glue so we figured that out um i guess i don't think they used glue on my art camp i don't really remember they like prepared it for us i think and that was a few years ago but so yeah um now on a scale of one to ten how um well what was i gonna say how hard is now we are we just did how hard is it oh yeah how much do you like it we already kind of said this but ten being the most one being the least Hmm. I think I'd probably give it a nine. Mm -hmm. It's super fun and relaxing yeah. activity, and the finished result was gorgeous. Talking paint. Yeah, like just compared to other hands of paint. Definitely this might be one of my favorites of all the episodes we've done so far. Watercolor might have to be up there too. So I'm going to say like a nine or an eight. It is kind of frustrating how slow it goes, but it's like you let it form and it can't really turn out bad Like if you do it right because you're not really, it's not that different, it's just the different, like, um, how do you say it's components, I guess, the different variables that are, like, what order you put the colors in, what colors you put, how much you put, how you tilt it, how you pour it, um, I definitely recommend don't pour it, like, how you might pour water on a plants from a watering can, pour, dump it upside down, maybe you can hold it down on the page and then lift it up, or just, like, dump it, um, but I definitely, some will collect in there, and then you can add that afterwards. You might have to use your finger for part of it, which I I did, and it looked not that good when I, well, I did it, but once I finished, it um, blended in, and it looked pretty good. 
when my mom actually had a little white corner that was left open and it looked really cool and smooth like a smooth clean not a cut just a corner I guess and then she used her finger to kind of fill part of it but it still looked really cool um so yeah now do you have any tips for this mom uh, you just have to be prepared for drips so I think we tried to catch the drips back into the paint cup so that we could pour it on again if we wanted to yeah and yeah, so thinking about, you know, do you want to cover the entire surface? If so, do you want to pour it a couple times, like if it's a rectangle, yes, close, to, close to each, or sort of you know, a third of the way across each yeah. time? But that's that's the only thing that was tricky about it, was trying to cover the entire surface. Yeah, what I found was when we were doing hers, after I did mine, was that I recommend that um, you do, you know, a, if you're not sure if the paint is going to last, do it on one side, definitely not the middle. Because if you have to add more, it's going to be harder to put it all around um, than just on one side. You have to have, have to add like more mixture, or if you want to lose your you lose your finger, use your finger. Sorry about that. Um, then you could do that. But it's it's hard. Like one thing, especially if you have different drips going in every direction. And if you have slow paint or fast paint, runny paint doesn't really matter. Um, thick paint. It's still going to be hard, so definitely at least have newspaper underneath or surface that you don't mind getting paint on. Or you can really try and control it, but that takes a lot of skill. Especially ours was sort of starting to, like, be kind of weird. I don't know if we didn't just do it that, like, the right mixtures of stuff. But, like, paint, acrylic, etc., etc. Um, but we, like, it started sliding over itself and getting into thin drips. So I recommend... Have your patience, take your time, definitely mix it in enough, put enough glue, um, or whatever you're using. Use that and other a kind bit of vegetable oil. Yeah, not too much, but it definitely makes this really cool cell effect that you won't get um, if you don't use it. And also, I'm sitting here looking at this paint, this other painting that I did at Art Camp. I think we took those same paints and then, or we took, like, we had this little spreading device tool. It's like a flat almost looks like a flat carrot with like a, I don't know if you use them for clay, but with like a, um, like a, almost like a pie cutter. I don't know. Not a pie cutter. Like a spatula, but like tiny and like shaped like a triangle, I guess. Long triangle. That was hard to describe, but like with a handle. <laughs> Explain. I don't know if you got that, but basically you use that. We use that. And if you don't want to do the pouring thing, this is still kind of like cup painting because it's the same like mixture and you can basically what we did I did this butterfly so you might want to do the outline or you just get like four sections that you want to do so basically you put a tiny little thing you smear it with the little thing like in a little circle a tiny little bit blop um set a word drop or plump of a color and then on four sides and it's like the butterfly's wings and then you put Another one, or actually, I think you do a wide, no, a really big one first. And then on top of that, you do a smaller one, and a smaller one, and a smaller one, um, like, of the different colors of paint. And then you, like, spread it, and it makes these beautiful, like, wings that are, like, cell-like. Um, so I'm not sure of the order that you do it, but then you can, like, add some on the back, as a background. I did that. So my butterfly looks mostly pink, but it has some brown and green and black and white cells, and it's really pretty. And just color mixtures it almost looks like the galaxy part of it and in the background i have this like bluish gray that i use to paint like 
and part of it. Also, that reminded me of a thought I had earlier. Um, if you're using a canvas board, there isn't really very much on the side, but I think I use a small canvas. Um, my mom will be right back. She needs to go plug in our car. Um, because we have an electric car. Go electric! <laughs> Yay! Anyway, that's completely off topic. Back to topic. Um, and then... I used a canvas at my art camp, so that one has like a wider, it's it's taller basically than a canvas board. But if you're using a canvas board, this won't really make much difference. If you're using a canvas, I definitely recommend to take some of that paint, maybe let it drip over the sides or use your finger and get some of the paint to mixture and use to put it on the sides. Unless you have like really clean edges and you like it like that, but I think it looks pretty and I think this was a tip we got at my art camp to put the color, you know, all around the edges. Sorry, that was a when I'm opening the door. Um, whoa, that sounded so fast. And the canvas boards, yeah, me and my mom's, it kind of already went on the edges anyway, so we basically just, sorry if I sounded farther away, I was looking at them, just leaning over, um, but we basically just, like, I don't think I even had to, it was dripping over the edges so much that I don't think I really even had to, like, put it on the sides. Um, and I don't recommend doing the back, because that'll make it hard to dry. I just thought of something cool that you could do is just take your finger and smear like if you want to sign your name on the back or something like that. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I really just like this, this form and method um, of painting. I like any painting. I'm getting more into watercoloring now. We just had an episode on that with Molly from Ink and Paper, that podcast, which I definitely recommend you go check out. And you can check out that episode because it's just really fun. Um, I don't know. I love that one. Also, this is totally random, but um, if you didn't know, I have a podcast um, that I'm the host for. My mom is actually, and my mom is a co-host called One of a Mind Interviews and Reviews. Again, that's One of a Mind Interviews and Reviews. And you can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, etc etc wherever you're finding this right now or listening to this and it's um it's interviews interviews so i interview cool cool people and then i review books and movies and stuff like that and i just wanted to thank you guys if you already know about this because we just hit um 100 plays on that one and we have uh people oh all around not all around the world but in a lot of places listen to it also this podcast almost has 100 total plays, so thank you so much for being um, loyal listeners, I guess. We really appreciate it, and we love um, making sure and seeing and knowing that people are, are loving and listening and enjoying listening to these podcasts because they take a little bit of effort to make, but we love doing it, and it's just really fun. So we're just happy to know that a lot of people are enjoying it. Um, yeah, we now have like an eight, no, nine estimated audience, which is pretty good. We have nine at least nine people listening to it which we love because again just so fun and powerful um to make and it's just a great experience and also malia has her own podcast that she hosts by herself called the mark of the quills sorry i was about to say the name of my podcast now the mark of the quills and that is all about writing i was on one of those episodes and it's really great you can also listen to that I think pretty much wherever you're listening to this, so go check that out. <laughs> but anyway, now back to the podcast. Those are, I think, those are pretty much all my tips. Um, but I definitely, I just really like 
this method of painting and the materials that I've used are, as I already said, they're pretty simple. You just need, you know, the paint, whatever kind you're using. I recommend acrylic. I'm not really sure of, I don't really even know very many other kinds of paint. I mean, there's watercolor, but I don't know other kinds that would really work for this. Uh, you need your vegetable oil, that's our substitute, or whatever oil you're using. And you need your glue or your thinner, paint thinner. And then a canvas. Um, I think this might work on paper. It might like soak through because it's kind of a very heavy, you need to be prepared to use a lot of paint because it's like a thick, heavy painting method. Um, but yeah, I there's not really very many materials that you need for this. You don't need a paintbrush. Um, and this is a great stress reliever. Uh, and I just love to do it. I'm sorry Malia couldn't be on this podcast, um, but she will be on the next one, hopefully. I'm actually not sure what the next one is going to be. But, um, yeah, I just love this one. We didn't actually talk about artists in this one. Again, there aren't... Um, this is not really an artist, like, the specific kind of painting that, like, the artists specifically do. Uh, but there are a lot of pretty artists, like, pretty, like, there are a lot of artists who do pretty paintings, um, you know, such as Van Gogh, I love Starry Night, the painting, I've tried to recreate it, I just love, you know, I love all kinds of artists, um, and they're, this is just such a fun method of painting, back to the topic, and I just, um, Love it. Hi, Mom. Will you, when you come, um, my mom just came back in. So she is now going to tell us the materials that she uses, which are basically the same. Uh, but, Mom, what materials do you use? Materials for, for which? For cup, cup painting. painting. Um, so acrylic paint, and again, a thinner paint is better than a thicker paint. And some kind of a thinner, which I think I read could be... Um, silicone thinner or maybe a silicone oil some kind of an oil and some kind of a thinner and we just went for the inexpensive white glue and then vegetable oil that was sitting around the house and that seemed to work fine yeah um so you can all it's definitely something that you can improv with experiment with and mom what are some artists that you like it doesn't have to be this specific type because you know that's just um not really a foreign well spread type that's like actually a concrete type but in case you guys listening want out there want some types of artists or art uh, that you want to go look at well certainly some all-time favorites are Frida Kahlo yes. and Diego Rivera I love their artwork it's just so beautiful and pretty and you know boisterous is that how you say it I don't know just hmm. vibrant. And, yeah, vibrant. I, I love those artists. Um, but, but yeah, this... Picasso, just... I was kind of fascinated by. He's a very different style of art. What was that called? Cubist, I think. Yeah. Where it looks like you've seen different sides of a person at the same time. Yeah, that's really cool. Not my favorite kind of art, but... Um, yeah, Mom, do you have any more tips on cup painting? I forgot to mention the other material you need is a surface, and I think you could do it with a stretched canvas. Again, we used canvas boards, which are less expensive than a stretched canvas, but a piece of paper is not going to be stiff enough 
or sturdy enough to do this. So you, you need a pretty solid surface. You you kept mentioning wood painting before, and I was thinking, well, you might actually be able to do cup painting yeah. on, a, on a piece of wood, piece just of plywood me. or something. Yeah, I was, I was, I talked about this a little in the actual wood painting episode. This is a cup painting one. Got that right for once. Yay, finally. Um, and I meant the wood painting episode, not cup painting. So in that one, I was talking a little bit about how, yeah, me and my mom went to look for some sticks because we were originally going to try cup painting on there. Then we decided to do our canvases too because we wanted to do like wood painting. I mean, that's wood cup painting. It's like a double. There you go. You do an episode on that, but you can just listen to both of these and you'll get the gist of it. Um, but I did try like using the paint for like a little trickle um, that I did on the wood or just using that same like texturing is really fun. It doesn't work. We even more got branches, which doesn't work as well. Uh, so yeah, like my mom said, plywood would probably be better. Be, be, be better um, if you have like a door, not a doorway, but like a dresser or like something that you really want it to look cool and you're fine with how it's gonna come out. Um, that's a big stretch of wood, maybe furniture item. Uh, that's a fun thing to do it on. Um, I haven't actually done it, but it sounds great. Also, we had an episode on rock painting, which you can go check out. And I think it might, it would also work on rock painting. It might look cool because it gives it almost like a marbled effect. So outside, definitely, sometimes it's hard to find the right design to do on rock painting. And this is a perfect way to do abstract on rocks. So you're combining two more painting methods. Um, it's also cool to like, once you have this before it dries, I haven't really done this, but if you want to like scrape or carve in your initials in the wet paint, or like you can write something by basically the writing isn't with color. It's like the re the color is the background. And then you write, like take that into the paintbrush and then you just like scrape it out, write your name or something that you want to write. If you're making it for someone, maybe write their name because it's a perfect uh, birthday gift. Um, if Malia is available, she might actually send in a video for to play in this podcast um but yeah um so okay we just tried calling Malia this is a different segment and she didn't answer so she's not going to be on this podcast unfortunately but thank you um so much for being faithful listeners I guess um mom thank you for being on this podcast great to be here I hope this uh was helpful and Malia is actually going to call us so, she will be on here. Okay, so Malia actually can't be on a call, but she sent us a little voice recording. Um, so, we're going to play that. And thank you so much, Mom, for being on this podcast. Yeah, that was great. I'm, I'm just forward to yeah. the next cup painting experience. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it soon. And this was kind of like a birthday special because of my birthday soon, or around this time, pretty soon. I'm not going to say the date because, you know, that just for safety issues, uh, safety precautions. But... Yeah, I, I just realized I, at the end, I wasn't really sure what to say here. Um, and it's realizing how, how much funner and easier it is to do podcasts with someone else, like with Malia, because you have, like, way into two people's minds. And my mom is here, what she did with us, but um, she's kind of tired, and she's the guest. So when there's two hosts, it's even, like, better when there's three people together. Um, so here's Malia. Hi everyone, I hope you enjoyed this podcast on cup painting. I'm so sorry I couldn't make it, but I really appreciate you listening on Collage of Cleverness. Bye! Yay, thank you, Malia, for listening to this. And, um...
yeah. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Collages of Cleverness. We appreciate you tuning in. Don't miss next week's podcast. Thank you again. Goodbye. Goodbye.